This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. So today, um, I'm sort of bringing a a subject for us to focus on, Claire, that sort of is something that we've come across quite a lot in our client base. Um, It seems to be a bit of a theme out there because I seem to be reading quite a lot of articles about this subject. And we, we know that we like to focus here at 3B on a variety of things that can impact on our mental well-being. It's not just kind of like the obvious sort of subjects, really. You know, it's sort of about how character traits and how everyday things and how our working situation, our home life, all sorts of things can impact on our mental well-being. And the thing that I'm noticing a lot of is this theme around perfectionism. And this sort of striving to do things in a certain way. And I'm really interested in, you know, kind of like, where does that come from? What, you know, what's driving that through? And how does that kind of manifest itself? How does that show up in terms of our mental well-being? You know, kind of what sort of impact can that have? Because, you know, you could say, well, wanting to do things really well, wanting to do your best and actually wanting it to be perfect that's actually what's wrong with that you know that's actually quite a positive positive sort of force there isn't it you know who doesn't want things to be the best that they can be you know in the way that we live our lives and the way that we you know do our work the relationships we have everything but there's something about this word per- perfect or perfectionism as a concept that for me has got a, it's a bit, it's a quite a loaded sort of term, isn't it? Um, yeah. And I, and I wonder, you know, I've not really looked at any kind of like dictionary definition or anything like that of what it is. But yeah, when I think about the word perfectionism, I'm sort of, I kind of hold back and kind of go, ooh, feels like something kind of excessive or too much or I don't know there's a pressure there those are the kind of connotations that are sort of coming up for me and so for me I can see where that would then relate to mental wellness what about you what does the word kind of conjure up for you yeah it's it, it I suppose for me what it does is it sort of starts a little alarm bell going. Ah, right. So somebody's somebody mentions, well, you know, I didn't do this. This this needed to be done more perfectly than that, and it starts to ring a little alarm bell. We've come across this before mm. with um, 
um, when we've looked at personality traits and how they can affect our mental well-being because that's where we come at things from as well this it does add an extra pressure because you can't be perfect and I think what ha- what happens for me is when people are talking about it it's not that they've done the best that they can do it's they can always find fault with it yeah so for me there's no balance there of but you've done your best and that's all you can do and to be happy with that so somewhere for me this goes back to this being yourself which is at the core of what we are here at 3b you know this be you be who you are be yourself be happy in yourself it's not about never striving for things but actually you can't be perfect in everything you can't be perfect all the time you're going to make mistakes there are going to be things that you do wrong you learn from that you know or or it's telling you something maybe it's telling you that you're a bit stressed at the minute or you know you're a bit um distracted or anything like that it's giving you information so this this is a long way of telling you what this perfectionist <laughs> no, this word good. means for me is <laughs> it's a warning word. It's a warning because people are putting too high of an expectation on themselves rather than having that good balance that we always talk about. That, I think that's brilliant. And I think that's yeah, I think you've you've explained it really well, actually. And I think what you've touched on is, because like I say, I've, I've read a couple of articles on this recently. And one of the things that I read about was that how there's actually been some studies to show that kind of how perfectionism is linked to things like stress and burnout, mm. um, you know, particularly and re- reduced engagement in your work. It actually has the opposite effect yeah of what you would think you know but for me it's kind of like I I was really thinking about this and I thought well it's because something you said there about you know looking for what's wrong or picking it's like you're picking at something isn't it to see what could be better that's coming from a place of lack isn't it of not enoughness yes (laughs) and it's almost like driven by a fear maybe or a yeah and all we know that when things are driven from that kind of negativity position, they're never going to be right, actually, are they? And they're never yeah. going to be enough. And that's only going to compound any feelings that you're going to have or kind of pile on any stress or, you know, feelings of, you know, less than enoughness. Sorry, that's not very good English. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it feels very critical. I think that's. Yes you know not in a sort of a feedback but that word you use that balanced kind of way you know like where you're looking at the full picture and you're looking at kind of like you know taking the whole person into consideration which is something else we like to talk about um yeah it feels very sort of it's like you're reducing rather than building up I don't know that makes sense I don't know (laughs) yeah it does it does I I really like that I mean the key thing that you've pointed out there is yeah when you 
when you were starting off and you were saying how, you know, that this oh being perfect or something isn't that really good because people are striving and the the they want to do the best that they can. So surely that's all a really good thing. I think I think the word perfect, because actually the word perfect means there are no mistakes there are no errors it is absolutely 100% bob on Mm. and I mean we know that's in the workplace that's a very old-fashioned way of coming at something because people should be able to make mistakes because that's where they'll learn and it's about being told that from others but it's also about telling yourself that so it's not about, oh, I did this wrong and this is terrible because it wasn't perfect. It's like, okay, did you do the best that you could at that time? Yes, I did. Right. Okay. Then can you learn from that? Is there anything you can put in place that'll help you next time? Or even just, then that's okay. Let it go. Yeah. So there's there's this thing that, for me if you come at it from the opposite way of I've done my best it's not perfect it's never gonna be you know but I've done my best then you have no recourse on yourself and if others pull you up over it then that's their issue which I know in a work context is difficult but in yours for your own mental well-being it's about going, I did my best at that time. Mm. And by doing your best, that strives you each and every time to do your best. Whereas the opposite of this being perfect, all that's going to do is damage you and it's going to make you less and actually cause you to do more errors that you probably wouldn't have done and things like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it really does actually because it it relates to some other things that I I either read about or another podcast I was listening to about this idea of blame and should and and all that and what the, the studies show with that. I remember reading something once about you know, like when we're kind of putting that level of pressure on ourselves, it actually closes down your capacity for learning um, within your brain because you're putting that much pressure on yourself. And I think one of the other things I was reading about the perfectionism was around, which I found fascinating, was it because it was saying it reduces your capacity for creativity. And I thought, well, that's really interesting. Uh And creativity is about problem solving, isn't it? And it's about you know, it's not just about that, but that's one aspect of it. And actually within our mental well-being, look, taking care of ourselves, it's kind of like a problem-solving thing sometimes, isn't it? It's sort of like looking at, okay, well, this is happening. What do I need? You know, what steps do I need to take? <clears throat> what needs to happen next? And there's a kind of an exploration that goes on there, which is akin to coming up with some kind of creative aspect. So I find what you're saying really, really, really interesting. And it it sort of prevents us from seeing that bigger picture, I think, when we're in that frame of mind. And so we're not going to be able to grow. We're not going to be able to develop. We're not going to be able to problem solve and give ourselves what we need. So we're not actually building ourselves up to have better mental well-being. We're actually kind of reducing our opportunities and taking things away from ourselves. I think one of the other things I was, I was sort of in this study that I was reading about, because 
you know, like we were saying at the beginning there about, you know, well, what's wrong with striving to do your best work? This particular study was looking at perfectionism as a as opposed to excellence. And it was sort of like putting the two against one another and making that distinction. So, which I quite like yeah. because I think, you know, yeah, if you've got that trait within yourself to want to, to do your best work, to want to look at, you know, kind of like, how can I grow? How can I learn? How can I build on the feedback and the, any reflecting that I've been doing? Because all that's really useful information, but do it in a way that's, you know, working with a real situation, but is 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 a positive kind of emphasis, if you like, um, then that would be sort of maybe looking towards excellence. You know, if I can be excellent at what I do, what does that look like for me? Whereas if I'm looking at, oh, how can I be perfect, as you yeah. said, without flaws, immediately I can just feel myself, I feel my chest tighten a little bit and kind of sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. How on earth do I do that? Does that, yeah. can you see a differentiation between those two words? It, it, funnily, yes. I um, probably hadn't thought of it like that before, but yes, definitely. The word perfect is no mistakes whatsoever. Where the word excellent is a brilliant word. You know, it, it sounds it sounds like it is the same as perfect, but actually, for me, it doesn't have that connotation of with absolutely no flaws whatsoever yeah um it's sort of just it doesn't come across as that it's like oh that's that's really excellent work okay that that sounds like it's brilliant so maybe these the connotations around words as well um you know helps me with with thinking like that but you know within like I said before within the personality traits that we look at the, the word is perfectionistic and it, it does very much say, you know, great because you will strive to do your best, but actually it can really impact on your mental well-being because will you ever get anything done for a start? You know, you might constantly need to work on it and work on it. And, and we know, we know that kind of thing. We've done that ourselves within our work where we've gone, oh, I don't think we're ready for that yet because, you know, we've not tried it. We've not, we'll have mistakes. I mean, God, when we first started with the podcasts and it was just like, oh no, that can't go out because, you know, I said, um, in that, and uh, oh, I think I might have repeated <laughs> myself. And but actually that's what we are. We're human beings. We're going to, you know, it's that kind of thing. And I'm sure people will forgive us for that. But we had to come to that ourselves. Yeah. And there is that thing about this perfectionistic trait means potentially you're putting yourself under heightened pressure to be perfect. You're not going to be happy with anything that you do because you can always probably think it could be better. Whereas actually that word excellent for me for people with this perfectionistic trait could go oh that's excellent that's really good then isn't it that's that's great potentially you know there's a different level of excellent you know so there could be added things yeah whereas with a perfect it's like there is nowhere else to go with that 
Yeah, excellent sort of like is it's multidimensional, isn't it? And there's loads yes. of different and it can continue to grow. You can keep building on it. It's sort of expansive, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas, yeah, yes. perfectionism yeah. is potentially quite reductive. It's quite sort of it's it's limiting, really, isn't it? It's, it is. it's interesting yeah. you talk about the personality traits because I think I think they're really useful. You know, we talk a lot about and when we work with people, you know, we're, we're trying to help them develop that sense of self-awareness and getting to know themselves, you know, what makes them tick, what are their triggers, what are the things that they need to be aware of, what are their strengths that they can kind of grow and build from. And all of these, having having all this knowledge and understanding about yourself and can keeping on building that up can just support you on a day-to-day basis can't it because it helps gain that objectivity around emotions around thoughts oh you know where's that coming from it helps you have a more questioning kind of approach to things um, yeah. and I think yeah I think but I think you're right I think it, it is a kind of it's a personality type isn't it um, and that's not to get hung up on it. It's it's like it's one of the character traits of, of a particular personality type. But it's to sort of, as you say, to know, notice maybe when you're slipping into perfectionistic sort of ways or patterns and to yeah. kind of just pause for a minute and think, oh, I've gone there. You know, this yeah. is happening. Yeah. OK, so, you know, what's the reality here? What do I actually need? Is this position really serving me right now? Yeah. Um, you know, is there something I can do to just take myself away from this or do I need to have a different approach? And you can start to kind of just give yourself maybe a little bit of room, a little bit of space around it. And um, I think, you know, we've, we've worked with quite a lot of clients where this has sort of come up, where they're under a particular group I can think of, where they're in a quite a pressured sort of environment and environment, there's quite a high, yeah. high expectation to kind of deal with things in the moment. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, with particular sort of customer base and, you know, obviously there are expectations around that role. So how do we, how do we manage that in that, in that moment? Cause that's the big question I think about a lot of this stuff to do with our mental wellbeing, isn't it? And um, I think it's about sort of having things in place, isn't it? Mm-hmm. To be able to sort of reflect afterwards or, or notice, would you say that is it, is it kind of about developing that, ability to be able to notice what's going on in the moment um this is going to be weird partly yes and partly no okay. you know no that's like... good i love the kind of paradox <laughs> paradox is brilliant I have to be contrary <laughs> um when you said that I, I sort of went to especially the clientele that we we work with where you're on about there it's actually not in the moment it's more afterwards and directly afterwards so it's very soon afterwards they can very much go into did I deal with that okay I should have done this oh would it have been better and so actually it's a very quick reflection because of the time scale um, that they can start to put themselves in so I I do think part of it is it's the after effect so I, I think part of this is the after effects of you notice where you go to. And actually, that's easier to deal with because afterwards, you're not in the moment. You go in, oh, I could have been better at that because I could have done this. I could have done that. And then it's it's about, yeah, having things in place where you can say, I did the best I could at the time. I've dealt with that really well. 
I've given them what they needed. Actually, if I'd give them more, that could have been overload or whatever. Um, you know, I'm happy with what I've done. That's okay. And part of that is what you'd said before about when we're striving for perfectionism. Actually, what it's saying is there's something lacking within us is that confidence in your own ability, is that confidence in the people around you because as we know management style has a huge effect so is it the people you're working with are they put in unrealistic expectations on you and then it's about how you deal with that yourself because potentially you can't change others so and that might never happen so it's about how you deal with that so that aspect of it, I think, is is easier to do. I'm not saying it's easy. What I'm saying is it's easier to do as in there are things you can put in place, strategies that you can use to help you with that, to help you understand if you're catastrophizing, if you're um, going into a blame game, if you're, if you're going down that perfectionistic route. And then there's the other side of it where actually, yes, in the moment, you could start feeling this pressure that it's like, I need to be really on my game here. I need to be 100%. Am I being that? Is that what you meant by in the actual moment? Yes, kind of, I think. And I loved I loved the response you gave because I think, I think that's right. I think it's about where do you go afterwards? Because that's where potentially you can support yourself or you can chip away at yourself, can't you? And, and what you're doing there is you're sort of highlighting the importance of, okay. And I loved all the kind of affirmative, you know, realistic messages you're giving yourself there because we do tend to go to, oh, that went wrong, that was terrible, da, 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 you know, and it's easy to do that. But it's going back to that word you used before about balance. Okay, yeah. well, what's a balanced view of this? Yeah. You know, yeah. What is also true? Okay, yeah. so maybe I don't feel as though it went as well as it should have done. Yes. Yeah. But what actually happened in the moment? And if it, there was someone else listening into that or observing that, having that objectivity, what would they see? Mm. What would they say? Yeah. And um, so, <clears throat> excuse me, I like what you were saying there about kind of, it's about where, where do we go to? And that's all part of building up this healthier mindset, isn't it? And noticing mm where our minds are taking us that whole thing about who's in control the thinker or the thought yeah yeah you know and you can you can make that choice and that we and I think it's just remembering a lot of these things these are all kind of like I was gonna say they're smaller tools to have at our disposal but they're not they have such a big impact potentially don't they they do yeah definitely and it's something you have to practice yes sorry yeah, no, no, I was just going to say they're like the little tweaks that you can just sort of make. It doesn't have to be a big, amazing, you know, kind of shift or sort of revolutionary kind of thought that you're having. It's just a sort of a, oh, I'm just going to tweak this. Oh, here's a different perspective. Here's a different option that I haven't thought of. Yeah. So. I really like that because I think a lot of the time people think that it's like, okay, I'm being a perfectionist this is really impacting on me, right? I've got to make this massive change. And as soon as you do that, you're going to go into meltdown anyway, because yeah. you, you know, this is like, oh, well, everything has to change. But actually you're right. It's, it's about making small changes, but those small changes will have a big impact. 
And as we always say, we're not saying this is easy. We know it's not, even small changes. But like you were saying, it's having that balance. So when you go, what is also true? I love that statement. You say, I do love that way of thinking because you can go, oh, I should have said more. I could have said this. I could have directed them there. This is maybe what I should have done instead. But what is also true? Okay. So that could be true. Maybe you could have done all of that. But what is also true is that, you know, you were there, you listened, you did this, you did that, you know, you put this in place, you got them thinking about that, they've gone, you know, and now, now you're able to ruminate on all this. Because actually, when you do that, you've accepted this, what I would say, maybe the little devil on your shoulder, that Mm -hmm. perfectionistic side to you, that always wanting to be better, So you're accepting that element. You've listened to that part. But then what you've got is you've got your little angel on your shoulder or that balanced approach, that being realistic with what you can do. And you're able to go, okay, so what is also true? Well, what that helps with then in your mind, it automatically helps with a balance. So in your mind, you're not going into oh I've done that terrible could have done that better and then that impacts on you what you're doing is could have done that better but also did this and that was good so automatically in your brain you're balancing out and actually chemically that helps because it doesn't give you as much stress it doesn't put as much pressure on you so there are things that we can do that small like okay what else is true Little things like that help to balance our brain out because we're human beings. We are adept at going straight into the negative because that's what we have to deal with. You know, years and years back when we were cavemen and women, we had to deal with, you know, being eaten or eating kind of thing. We don't have to do that anymore. Fingers crossed, I hope, you know, we live in a better world where, you know, we don't have to think like that. But that that is a natural instinct within us. So understanding that we can impact on that. We can impact on how we balance our brain out better by bringing these little small tweaks in can really help with people who are naturally perfectionistic or people who maybe go to perfectionistic when they're in the heightened state of stress, because that can happen. When people get into heightened states of stress, they change personality so they can start to think, I've got to do everything perfectly. And it helps with that as well. So there, there's a bit of different aspects there. It feels like there's, there's a lot that we can do from what we're sort of discussing here I think think there's a lot of ways that we can put ourselves back into the driving seat and I think with a lot of the stuff with our mental well-being I think you mentioned there about feeling overwhelmed and feeling like we've got to make all these big changes to our life um I think that's part of it isn't it but I think conversation I was having with someone yesterday is about we're always working on ourselves and that's okay yeah. And I think, it, and then that, that's not about there being something wrong with us or, you know, that's about being a human being. And actually for me, if I'm not learning, if I'm not growing, if I'm not making mistakes, 
if I'm not, you know, kind of like accepting flaws about myself and, and learning from that and, and, and learning how to do things better and differently without that unnecessary pressure, um, mm. you know, then, you know, there's no fun in all, is there? You know, you've got to, we've got to kind of, <laughs> that's part of being human. That's part of the wonder yeah. of, uh, you know, kind of learning about yourself because we're not robots we're, and we're not, we don't operate on just like an even keel. We're going to be up and down and all over the place and kind of erratic and, and also rational, you know, and we're going to kind of, you know, we're going to feel things really deeply. Like you say, we're going to find ourselves in heightened emotional states or states of stress but I think the more that we can reflect on this stuff the more that we can learn about ourselves and others and and just notice what's going on the more equipped we are to deal with these things on a day-to-day basis this is how we evolve this is how we grow you know this is how we treat ourselves better this is how we treat one another better because we develop our capacity for learning and for understanding and um, yeah this is how we kind of we make those tweaks those little you know kind of little shifts on a day-to-day basis but they all contribute to the whole don't they they all make the kind of the bigger picture better so let us know how you're getting on let us know what tiny tweaks you're making on a day-to-day basis to support your mental well-being. Till next time. <laughs>